Hey guys, hope you're doing well. I am coming back with a part two for the episode I did a few weeks ago, which was about, I hope you guys listened to it, it was about struggles of being single in your late 20s. It's an ongoing discussion, so we're going to keep it going. Drop the beat, let's get right to it. You guys are listening to the Mind of Mike J podcast. I got a very special guest in the building this time around. My good friend, Erica Hollow, the one and only Teacher hey, of the Year. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Congratulations on that Teacher of the Year, by the way. Thank you. you Thank you. So I basically am going to let you do most of the talking because I pretty much said my piece on this whole issue. But like, so what is it that, so is it like, what's the word I'm looking for? So what like. What's it from the woman's point of view? If it, is it different for women? I, uh, well, it's hard to see if it's different for women and men because I feel like women and men go through the same issues, but it depends on your emotional attachment to it. Does that make sense? Like, kind of, sort of. Like, elaborate on like, that a little bit. For instance, I was, you know, I was in a relationship with someone for five years, got engaged, first went out of my friend group to get married, and then all of a sudden we broke up. And now I'm one of the last ones, but then again, I think about it, and I'm like, oh my God, I don't even have time to date anyone right now. I ain't got time to think about kids. I, no. Like, the fact that I can go home and sleep alone in my bed mm-hmm. without anyone touching me makes me happy. Is that weird? It's not, it's not weird. I wouldn't say that's weird. I think that's... I mean, some people just don't like being close like that. I mean, yeah. just, some people just like... Sleeping by themselves, I guess. I mean, I'm, I've never I'm been... I'm a starfisher. We're like, literally, X out in the bed, wake up, and I am like, in all kinds of positions. So... So, when, like, sleeping with another body next to me would not be feasible anymore. So, when you actually do get married, like, what are y'all going to do? Y'all just going to... We're going to have to have a king-size bed, and we're going to have to have our own size. But, okay. when I was in a relationship with someone, and I've been in multiple long-term relationships... I wouldn't mind the cuddle, mm-hmm. but now I enjoy, like, for instance, Friday night, came home, I was a little hammered, got in my bed, drunk as a skunk, and just passed out. Didn't have to worry about the cuddle, didn't have to worry about the, you know, good times, uh-uh. didn't have to worry about the, when you're sleeping next to someone, the sweat. Oh. Uh, yeah. No uh, one ever talks about that, ever. No, the other... Same, I mean, from my perspective, it's always the hair in your mouth. Mm. That's what gets me. I can't. If you know me, you know I got a lot of hair. Right. So that would the be the fact that I would have to put my hair up on top of my head. Like my hair bothers me when I sleep. I know most, not multiple men, but whoever is in the bed with me is mm. going to eat my hair. Like that Pretty is much. just in- inevitable. But anyways. I just think that it's different for everyone. For a long time, it bothered me that I was the only single one in my group. But now, going on bachelorette parties, I'm one of the only single ones in the group. So it's a lot more fun for me and the two or three others than hmm. it might be for everyone else. Not that everyone else didn't have a good time. I think they personally enjoy being like, oh my God, here's this boy. And oh my God, here's that one. But it's fun to have a sense of freedom. Not that my friends don't have the freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I enjoy the not checking in. Uh-huh. I enjoy the 
not having like to just answer to somebody yes. to do basic tell stuff. someone what I'm doing like I, it's just nice not that I, you have to tell someone what you're doing in a relationship but yeah, you yeah. know what I mean like no, I get what you're saying. The, at least once a night good night like I'll hit my homeboys up for example the ones that are in serious relationships and some of them some of them will be like hey man can I you know games tonight Super Bowl's on um I don't know, whatever it is, NFL draft, something, something clearly that it's just a man thing. Like yeah. we're going to get together, watch this, drink a couple beers. Men only. It's a man's only thing. Like, you know, we're not, you know, that's something men should be able to just get together and just do. Yeah. And I'll have my friends be like, well, let me just check and see if me and my girl are doing anything. Like, what do you mean check? If your girl are, if you and your girl are doing something, you should already know. This is what I love about my friend group. My legit friend group is so independent, and we're independent to a fault where it's like, oh, I don't care what he's doing, whatever. Not that they don't care, but they're like, eh, they'll survive. Right. Like, we do girls' nights all the time, and it's also a thing like, hey, if they're there, great. If they're not, great. We have a good time either way. It's not like, oh, my God, her fiancé is there. That's annoying. It's like, woo, yes, get to know him a little more. Mm. And also... Poor thing, he's got to deal with eight, six, eight crazy chicks. Like, true. You, you, you shouldn't even want to go to that. As in, I mean, me personally, if no, I know my girls, but if you met my friend group, you don't, you, you know them. Yeah, it's it's an it's an entertaining thing to watch. True. No, I mean, I would. I mean, your 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 girls, y'all are cool. Y'all are cool with me. I mean, I can come hang and chill out, but I can understand. Whereas a man, if you're dating a woman, she's got a whole bunch of really, really close friends, and they're always doing their thing. I'd rather just be like, y'all do your thing. Have right. fun. I don't even want to be there for that. The I'd good, be miserable. The great thing for me is that I have really great friends, and their spouses, significant others, are really great as well. Um, I joke with my friends that I'm the quote-unquote favorite friend. For instance, my friend Courtney... Mm-hmm. who lives in the mountains, married this man um, named David. He's wonderful, and I would go visit all the time. Life has gotten mm-hmm. a little busy. They have a little baby. They don't get We don't get down like we used to, but mm-hmm. I joke that I'm the favorite friend because they'll be like, when is, when is Erica coming? And even my friends from school, their mm-hmm. boyfriends are like, is Erica going to be there? At one point in time, I was in like a weird Snapchat story thing with... Two of my friends' boyfriends, not that I wanted them. Strictly yeah, friends. Make that very clear. Yeah, make that very clear, and they know this. But the fact that I can be friends with my friends' boyfriends, too, mm-hmm. and still be single, and that's not seen as, like, taboo is nice. And I enjoy being the quote-unquote favorite friend. Hey, what you saying? Like, I'm single, I'm fun. I'm also that girl that's going to talk shit with you about football. True. I'm gonna talk shit with you about whatever, and then I'll also take a shot and make a fool out of myself as well. Valuable. Like, so there's that. It there's is that. That's what you bring to the table. That's that is my single girl bring to the table. So the, this is one thing I do hear girls talk about that I don't see as much with guys. It's like girls with this. There's this pressure to like get married and have kids by a certain age, mm-hmm. or like if mm-hmm. you haven't, it's like what's wrong with you kind of thing. So when I was younger, and I had that for a minute. But when I was younger, I thought by now, I'm 28 now, I thought by now I'd be married with at least one kid. Because my mom had my 
me when she was 30 and she got married when she was 26, I cannot imagine being married to somebody. Mm-hmm. And I think that in high school, and it's funny because I teach high school and my girls talk to me about this all the time. I mean, even I have friends, it's a very Southern thing to get married before you're 30. And I have found that out. I have friends from up North who, ha- or even South Florida that are like, they didn't get married till their early 30s, mid 30s, not even have a really long term relationship till they were 30, 31. Mm-hmm. And I, it, you just need to live your life. True. You don't truly know who you are. And it's great if you're married with someone, but I know a lot of people who have been engaged and unengaged and gotten divorced. And let me tell you, I ain't, ain't no one got the money to get divorced mm-hmm. in your 20s. And you're still finding yourself as well. It's great if you're with someone and you can find yourself with someone. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But what if you find yourself and you grow apart? Hmm. That's the hard thing to think about. It is. Cause, and okay. I'm just so excited to turn 30. I'm, I'm shredding it at the same time. But I hear you truly find yourself and get to know you even better in your 30s. And I hear 30s are like your years. Supposedly. So I'm interested. I'm interested. You let me know. You're getting there first. So. I was going to say, I'll, let, I'll have to let you know how it is. I'll let you girl about I'm, that one. I'm only going to have like a six month head start. But yeah, I got you. <laughs> uh, uh. Your birthday's in November. Mine's in May. I know. I know. I know. But, no, I mean, I think, I think the timetable is different for everybody. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. Like, I think some people legitimately are mature beyond the years of some other people. Some people are mentally and emotionally just are there mm-hmm. by, like, Absolutely. 21, 22. Absolutely. Others, like myself, you know, 25, 26, 27, I'm a completely different person. What's funny is I thought I was mentally there, but dear Lord, sweet baby Jesus, no, I wasn't. And I'm still not even mentally there. And I think I'm not mentally there because I enjoy being on my own. Not that I don't want to get married someday, but I don't even think about that right now. Mm -hmm. I'm one of those people that even after I had this big breakup, I didn't think it was hard to get over And being single was fun, and then I got in another relationship, and then people were talking about marriage, and I was like, slow your roll. True. It was a little different than the first round, and then if when I date someone else, it's going to be different. Every person you date, it's going to be different, and I feel like when you come into a a different age, comes Mm -hmm. different maturity, comes different level of living life, you've experienced more, and it also puts things into perspective for you versus... Oh, yeah, I, I have to be married by I'm 30. Oh, my God, I have to meet somebody. I know people who, every time they meet someone, they think they're going to automatically marry them. Like, literally, oh, my God, he swiped right on Bumble. We're getting engaged tomorrow. Like, Those, yeah, fall in love fast. I, and I get it. I get it. I do. But I'm just a very, very realistic about it. I try to be. Not that I always am. But I try to be very realistic about it. And also, hey... If I'm single for the rest of my life and I have really great friends and a really great family, great job that I love and I'm passionate about, what's the wrong about that either? I mean, that's that's one way to look at it. And there are people that are that are doing that. Contrary mm-hmm. to popular belief, I know that it's it's one of those things where I think the more and more I think the closer you get to like, you know, like you said, like thirty ish, mm-hmm. well but it becomes a real thing where you're like, yeah. I mean, it could happen. I mean, and I don't mean to sound like I'm just 
like I've already kind of mailed it in and be like, yeah, I'm just going to be single for the rest of my yeah. life. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely not. But I think I'm at the point now personally where if it if it happens, it happens. I've got a lot of stuff to work. If I had a house and I had a, you know, and I had a six figure job, preach it, preach. and I had a if I had my if I had bought a house, six figure job, like was doing everything, I had scratched off like three quarters of my bucket list. I had lived this great life. And I just had no one to share it with. At that point, I would feel the pressure. Yes. At, when I went to Ireland, not this summer, but last summer, and I got to, like, quote, unquote, I felt like I was traveling more because I went to Ireland. I was home for a week, and then I went on a cruise with my friend Rachel. If I was in a relationship with someone, I don't feel like I could do that freely. And when I was in Ireland, it was, I, I don't know, it was just such a mind-opening experience to be there on not on my own I was with people but to be there and be like I have not experienced so all of this in the world that I want to and I also think it's very important to know that knowing yourself and knowing doing what you want to do in if you want to do it with someone that's great but it's okay to do it alone too and it's okay to do it alone and with your friends true very true. Like, you don't... I feel like people, for a long time, I even thought it too, that I felt like I was unsuccessful in life because I was not married and with a kid. I have a lot of friends who are married, have kids, who are getting engaged, getting ready to get married, and I'm so, That's exciting. That's great. But what makes their life more successful than mine? I got a job right out of college. I teach my dream job. I wanted to teach OCS in Cabarrus County under my principal. I taught I taught under the principal I wanted to teach under. Heck, it's my sixth year of teaching and I got teacher of the year and I'm even shocked I got that. Like, I've still got more growing to do and I don't even think I'm not necessarily successful in my job yet, but what makes me less successful being single, <laughs> a part-time bartender and a teacher and you have a, you have a job, you have a husband, you have a fiance, you have a boyfriend. What's the difference between us? I mean, those are. If you're happy, things. you're happy. I think successful exactly. means happiness, don't you? I think people spend too much time chasing what other people mm. say mm. is going to make you happy rather than how does it make you, you feel? feel? Are you happy doing what you're doing and living how and you're living? And at the end of the day, regardless, even if you wake up in a under a freeway overpass in a cardboard box and you wake up and scoop up trash can off the side of the highway. (laughs) If that makes you happy, then fuck it. Do it. I know. See, and it's funny because people are like, teachers need to get paid more and this and that. And that's a whole different podcast for a whole different day. But the thing is, my job is so stressful. I'm there really late. But it makes me happy. I love doing what I do. I honestly don't mind having my part-time job because I love my new part-time job. I like bartending. I'm a people person. What's wrong with being single and doing that? The worst thing about being single, this just came to mind. Sad buying. Oh my God. You're single still? Let me hook you up with someone. Oh my gosh. I have someone I want you to meet. That goes badly every single time. I always say no. And one day I want to say yes, and then I'm going to regret it. But... Like, not regret going on the date, but, like, regret it because it's going to be awkward. Like, 
Just let me do it on my own. And hey, if you introduce me to someone, I like them, great. I don't like them, whatever. I think it's awkward, especially if that other friend is friends with them and they're my friend and then it's just, uh, it's just weird. It's just weird. Because we might run in the same circles and I'm going to run into them. It can be. It's just, it's just a lot. True it's story. Too much. True, this, is, this is a true story. This is exactly what happened the last two times I was, quote unquote, someone's going to set me up. Set you up. Last time, my first third time was a few way back. It was like probably four years ago at least. One of my um, one of my good friends, his girl was like, hey, this is this chick that I work with and, you know, she thinks you're cute, whatever. You know, if you should come up and see us, we'll, you know, set this thing up. I said, okay, cool. Send me a picture. This... I'm not trying to be mean, but <laughs> homegirl is not my cup of tea. So that's that was a nice way to put it. Good put job. Put it nicely. That's nice. No, she looked like that's... a booger wolf. But anyway. Um, <laughs> but why? Why you got to do that? She was, so I drank so much when we were there to try to be like, I'm going to just make this work. And then I ended up getting, Slushed. I ended up getting so <laughs> fucked up. I ended up just passing out. I don't even remember like what happened or leaving at the end of night or really even talking to her that much. It was just bad. And then the last time was about a year ago. Same thing. Another one of my friends, same thing. His girl, like, hey, I got a friend for you, blankety blank. First of all, her wingman skills were terrible. She didn't, she... See, I'm the best wingman. You've you've attested to it before. I am a good wingman for men or women, and I pride myself on that. I need to put it on my resume. You should put that on your resume. Um, I think I am. If I ever move jobs, you should. I'm yeah, that's totally a, bi- that's a big deal. No, this girl, she shows she's like again, pictures are exchanged. I'm like, okay, not bad. I'll at least like meet her and entertain this. Never, she never organized. See, if I'm wingmaning for you, if I got a friend for you, mm-hmm. I would set something a social situation. Yes, to where we're all kind of yes. there. Hey, this is my friend so and so, and especially how you are. I know all I gotta do is make sure y'all know each other's names, and I can kind of slide out and let you. Do yeah, that's because I can talk to a freaking wall, brick wall. Yeah. But she didn't even do that. She's like, "Oh, you should DM her on Instagram." Or so my best friend Ashley just set up two people, and the the day that we went out together, she was so nervous about it because they were finally meeting, and she like was on edge about it because she was nervous for them, and it was so see. So funny to see the other side. Not that I've been in the other situation, but they both texted her afterwards. She wanted to know what was going on. And it was just funny. And his response and her response, like the girl called. She that's how girls are. We call, we tell everything about it. The boy was like, Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> like or Pretty whatever. Much, yeah. And it, it's just one of those things like they wanted to meet. They've talked on their own. She set it up. It was great. Then they set it up on their own. And it just cracks me up. Excuse oh, yeah. me. You were, you were scared of doing that. I was scared of burping and I just burped. It's okay. Hashtag reason 827 why Erica is single. So if you... So obviously friends is one way. Because that becomes the... That's basically what you kind of have to ask is, well, if, where are you going to meet people at? Obviously, mm-hmm. obviously not being in school anymore, that's mm-hmm. huge. Right? So... We're not in school anymore. That was basically where it was. It was easy to meet people back then. Now it becomes well. You it's know, harder. Friends are setting you up. So 
Obviously, we've established that normally ends in a disaster. So, <laughs> where where else do you meet people? I mean, you got work, obviously. I mean, but. listen, no offense. Shout out to my work hookup from back in the day, who shall not be named. I but say, how much tea I are we trying try, to No, 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 no. It's hard to work with someone. I work with a lot of couples that work with each other. Mm-hmm. At one point in time at my school, there were six couples. You work, you go to work with each other. Some of them are even in the same department. Literally, rooms right next to each other. You work with each other. You wake up with each other. You ride to school with each other. You got to be in some real love for that because I need my space. Okay. I need my space. True. It's awkward. You know, like I've done the. And it's not, we were not boyfriend and girlfriend by any means, but just think about it. Like, if my boyfriend was at school with me, if he did something that other teachers were talking mm-hmm. shit about, I would be like, oh, that's shitty too, but he's my boyfriend and I love him and I need him to not do that so I can't mm-hmm. talk shit about him. Because no offense, love them all, but some men in education, you piss us off. But that would just be a lot. And I worked at, heck, you know, I worked at Razzie's for 10 years and I watched mm-hmm. so many people become couples by meeting at Razzie's. Mm-hmm. And then they've, I've watched a couple knock down, drag out fights. I've watched that make out fest at work. I have watched the awkward, you were working behind the bar with a couple that has broken up literally an hour before they came to work and they're working together. And it's just like, I would, you never get an escape. Oh no, I've worked with a, I've worked with a girl that I was dating at oh, the time yep. before. Mm-hmm. And that was, it was good when it was, mm-hmm. when it was good, it was fine. When things were going bad, it, it was, was amplified bad. by 15. Because you need your space in a relationship. I feel like you absolutely need your space in a relationship. And for me, like we were talking about meeting people. Listen, I'm in Concord. I grew up here. Mm-hmm. Going, love Joe's Sports Bar, but going to Joe's Sports Bar is a high school reunion. Every time, I would say about 80% of the time I go there, I see people I know. Any bar I go to around Concord, I'm going to know people from high school or just knew them just growing up around here. And it's like, it's like you're back in high school again. So and what you don't necessarily want that. What? So you need to change the scenery? And now? I change the scenery. No, that's necessarily not it. But going out in bars, people are like, you don't want to meet someone in a bar. Where, I got, where am I going to meet them? Target? I mean, Possibly. you might. You might. You never know. Possibly. Y'all reach for the same thing of Tide Pods? You uh, never know. <laughs> we, both, we both go into the corner and slip a Tide Pod in her mouth. Hey, you never know. Fall in love right there. That'd be a story for your kids. That'd be... <laughs> we would die. Me and your dad shared a Tide Pod. And that's how we met. What's a Tide Pod, Mom? Different story. <laughs> They've been banned by the FDA in 2020. <laughs> in 2025. They were these pods that looked delicious, so people ate them. Oh, my gosh. Anyways... Also, with meeting people and meeting new people is that weird stage of, like, when are you going to see them again? Do you hang out with them in their friend group? Do you just hope to run into them again? Or do you, like, just completely hang out alone? What? You know what I mean? True. I mean, it's it does become, I would say, if I had to, if I had, like, a, a uh, what's it called, a pie chart uh-huh. of, like, where do I typically meet people? 
it would be probably 50% would be through mutual friends. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Another somewhere between 20, 30% would just be out in bars. Mm-hmm. Dating apps would be like 5%. Oh my gosh. Let's talk about dating apps for let's, a minute. Let's talk about dating apps. I was telling someone the other day, they're like, so are you on Tinder? And it's actually funny because my kids are inappropriate. I'd be like, Miss Hollow, I bet you're on Tinder. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I used to be, but I'm not. I was on Tinder for a minute. I was on Coffee Meets Bagel, and I'm on Bumble. I'm only on Bumble. Let me tell you, we were talking about the differences between Tinder and Bumble. I look at Tinder as just a hookup. Okay. And I look at Tinder as just a hookup because that's what I used it for. <laughs> I'm going to admit it. Whatever. Not that Bumble's different. Bumble is different only in the sense that the girl has to initiate. On Tinder, you get a swipe right, you get a match, you get your inbox flooded with just a bunch of trolls. Not all the time. You, I've met really great people off Tinder who I've actually become friends with. That's not a big thing. But it's just so hard to be like, hey, or bring up the topic, and then they have however long to respond. They respond, and then you say something back, and then they don't say anything. And then you're just like, well, that was a lost freaking cause. What's the point in that, you know? It is. Yeah, I and, had to get off Tinder. There's too many trolls. And another thing, it's so funny because I'll screenshot, screenshot someone I know and be like, get off my Tinder. Me and a guy I work with, actually, we both have screenshot each other and be like, stop trolling. Um, and we're, we're friends. It's funny. It's whatever. But it's also one of those things. I know people who are in relationships who I see on Bumble. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like... You know you're on Bumble still, right? And they're in a relationship. Also, another top number one thing guys do. They use their Facebook pictures. There are married men on Bumble that don't know their Bumble profiles. Do not show up because deleting the app is not deleting your profile. Uh, and I, I explained to someone from high school that I was like, he was like, oh my God, I deleted that years ago. I was like, nah, boo-boo. you still on there. You're still on there. And you. my favorite, oh my gosh. You're going to get a swipe left, a no, every time. If your pictures are all you in a group or you in a group and then you're with like two other guys the rest of the time and they're the same guys, which one are you? You need at least one solo pic. You need one solo pic, but the thing is, oh my gosh, and I don't like this for women either, and I'm the same. The the height thing for men cracks me up because the poor short guys don't get no love, but... The, t- the tall guys will be like, I'm 6'5", by the way, because you're going to ask anyways. And I just want to be like, I wasn't going to ask, but thank you for the information. You're too tall. Goodbye. Like, Ooh. no, I'm, just, I'm kidding. That's not a thing. But the poor short guys, some of them are like, and yes, I am under 5'6". And I'm just like, oh. Now, if you're My short, heart I feel goes like you out. But the it. thing is, if you, I'm someone who I call Bumble online people watching, mm-hmm. and I personally enjoy it. And I will swipe left all day. One time I got kicked off Bumble because I didn't swipe right on anyone. And it was like, you need a timeout. They do that? You yes. get, literally get kicked off yes. Bumble for curving too many dudes. Yes. And right. Tinder. Your standards are too high for Bumble. Get off this app. You'll be stuck just... up somewhere else. No, I'm just kidding. Honest, I... <laughs> I can be stuck up all I want. But it's funny. Oh, my gosh. The things men tell, tell you ask you, come on to you, say to you, is absolutely hilarious. So is it is it possible to, is it possible to maybe have a dude that's kind of whatever looking and then he can, 
he can send you a DM and have you completely like change your mind. Is it possible through words? I wouldn't have swiped of... right on you, and I wouldn't have swiped on you if I wasn't any somewhat attracted to you. You know okay, what I mean? Fair enough. Some guys, I look at their profile and their whatever their messages or whatever they're about me, mm-hmm. and I'll swipe right just because you said something funny or. I found it hilarious. Or if you're a Gator fan or a Carolina fan, I'm automatically swipe right so I can talk shit. <laughs> like, That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> like, yeah, why not? It was this girl talking shit to me. I mean, exactly. Because guess what? It curbed your interest. Hey, Ooh, honestly, uh, if, if a girl's uh, a Duke fan and I'm still no-go? interested, that's love. Oh. That's love. She'd mm-hmm. have to be... She'd have to be a bad bitch. Let me put it that way. <laughs> for her to be a Duke fan and I'm still going to go with that. Um... That's interesting. But yeah, the dating app life is interesting. My favorite thing, we made up a drinking game. You know the drinking game that I do. Do you Which not one know? Is it? What is With, it? On um, Bumble, if you get a swipe right, you drink. Mm-hmm. And we did it. Okay, so it started at my friend Fred's bachelorette party in Myrtle Beach from my friend from high school. And I was the only single one there. And they're like, oh my God, do you have a Tinder? I think I had Tinder or Bumble or both. And we we decided we were, when we swiped right, it was drink. Swipe right, and it was a match. We chugged or we took a shot. This is already when we came back from the bar, so we were sloshed. Okay. And I went to bed, and I just let them have my phone. Worst mistake. Worst mistake. And it's not that it was a bad thing, but it was also Black Bike Week. And if you know me and know what I look like, I fit the white girl that looks like she's going to date only black guys type. So you should have seen these big ass mm. <laughs> and like all messaging me because then they got to a point where they were messaging people. Mm-hmm. Oh no! But it's so much fun. So you go to the bar, you're bored, you get your phone out. What you do? You swipe right, you drink, you swipe right and get a match. You chug. Okay. And that's how it goes. And then if they message you back, you have to get a shot. Okay. I can see where that could get, that could escalate really quick. Yeah. Yeah. The worst part is, is I've let my friends do it. Like, cause I have friends who are in relationships that are like, oh my gosh, I never get to play with dating apps. It's fun. And I give it to them. And then they're swiping right on people I went to high school and grew up with. And I'm like, no, no, please don't do that. Please don't. No, Please, no, no. no. You gotta, no. Let me I get my phone back. Absolutely not. Let me get control. I got to get control over this. Or college. So many people from college. Uh, I see. I, I don't run into girls from college that often. Not I think I asked. found you once. Remember I screenshot you and I was like. I was like, it was, it was a It was years ago. I feel like. It was it on Tinder been, years ago. Because I haven't been on. It well, was years and years ago. Like you said, my my profile is probably still active. I haven't used it. You got you got to fix that. You don't want it out there. Get it get it off. Get it off. I'm yeah, telling I gotta, you. Yeah, I got to stop get that. Get that off. My favorite is when I have come across people that I work with. Not I work with, but they're my customers at or my guest at my bartending job mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh, this is awkward." But that's why I feel like, to an extent, why, speaking of dating apps, that's kind of why I feel like women single isn't the same as men single. Men single. Like, it's our different. single is, like, poor, dry, desert, nothing. Like, no, girls' version of a single is, like, 
you're not seeing anybody, but you got like 40 DMs and like another three or four guys you left on red. That's, but it's that one dude that you want that's ignoring you, and that's why you're. That's quote, not necessarily true. Girls can have dry spells too. Also, girls can have dry spells by choice. And that's what I mean is when I when I hear a. And I'm not just saying that because I'm in one. <laughs> I mean, whatever you got, whatever your situation is, nobody's judging. I'm just saying, men. Like when you hear when I hear a dude say, "Man, I'm I'm really in a dry spell." That means he's out there, he's trying, he's sending mm. DMs, he's just getting left on red and oh, talking to him. him. He's sending DMs and talking to himself. Here's the thing: I can have a really good day where I'm trolling on Bumble and it's like swipe right, match, swipe right, match, and I'm like, "Yes, bitch!" And then the next day, it's like swipe right, swipe right, swipe right. That night. I get a notification from Bumble, and it's not even, like, a new match. It's just, like, someone randomly messaged me again. I'm just like, what? Uh, not again. Go away. <laughs> I was so excited for this message, and it's the same old person. And, uh, and well, and no, and it wasn't even a message. It's just, like, because Bumble will be like, you have one new match. And it's like, ooh, which one is he? Like, did I, which card did I play right, you know? And it's also funny because of the area being in Concord, I get people pulled from Salisbury, Albemarle, Charlotte, Mooresville. You just get them from all over, and you just never know whatever area you're going through. It's always worth a swipe. You never know. It's always worth just a check. And also, it's just fun to people watch online. That's true. It I will really I'll 100% is. give you that. It is 100% fun It really to watch is, because it's like, you really chose that picture. What made you think that picture was the one? And I know people say it about me. So, I'm not even... One of my pictures, I'm holding a cooler and chugging a beer. Like, not the most classiest thing in the world, but... But it's real. But it's real, and it's who I am. That's so, real. So, if they can't deal with that, then that's their problem. My favorite thing about being single is... And I've gotten over it, is being the only single one in a group sometimes. It's what I... It's very interesting to be the only single one, like all my teacher friends, they are either in a relationship, engaged, or married. Not all of them, but most of them are like, I hang out with outside of school. And when we go out in a big group together, there's like two or three of us who are single. And then it's that one point when we're, we've had a few beers and they're like, oh, so so-and-so's looking good tonight. And you're just like, why? No, that's, that's not how we want to roll. Not tonight. But not tonight. And it's also funny because it's just funny to watch how couples' conversations and single people conversations are so different. Very you're different. talking about your rent. You're talking about what you're doing with the fam over the holidays. And we're over here just talking about, like, shooting the breeze, you know? I mean, I would There to... are completely different conversations going on between single people and people and couples. Perfect example was a few months ago when I went to the UNC Western game. Mm. And I go to tailgate and everybody there was, you know, either married or in like a really, Long really term, serious yeah, relationship to the point where they're living together and crap like that. Oh, and I can't participate Ugh. 
in I've, any of the conversation. You try. Because they're all talking about, oh man, well, so and so, this is what we named our kid, and then the other, the other two pregnant girls are talking about like <laughs> their babies, baby stuff, and then it's like, oh, we just bought a house, and we just put down this new carpet, <laughs> and we got these new drapes, and and I'm just like, I looked on Zillow the other day. It's like I blacked out last night. Anyone, anyone <laughs> right? care about that? Right? No? Does anyone care that on Friday I blacked out, took an Uber? Might have fell asleep on my toilet and went to bed naked. Like, anyone no. care about that conversation? No? Okay, I'm going to go over here and drink myself into a stupor. Like, that's, yeah, you can't. You have to. There is times where it hits you in the face. Mm-hmm. And this is basically what I'm New Year's, another mm. perfect example. I work a lot on New Year's, so it never hits me in the face on New Year's. I think almost every New Year's I have worked either at Razoo's or I've been with all my girls, and it's one of those things where even when I'm with all my girls, sometimes they won't even kiss their bows and their significant others at midnight, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, woo, and then like 10 minutes later, I'll be like, oh yeah, come here, honey, let's smooch. That's what I love about my friends, but I will say that it's not even a mindset for me. I was at New Year's this year at my my job. It's really laid back, really chill. It was a ton of fun. We did this cool champagne toast, counted it down. A lot of people in the bar were single too. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to see that other people are like hugging each other, high-fiving, and it wasn't just all a make-out fest everywhere you go. And the movies, the media and the movies done fucked it up for us all. Kinda. Like, yeah, I would say that. I would say to an uh, extent. To, to an extent, because you have unrealistic expectations. Because there's there's two different there's two different mindsets that are instilled in you when you're a kid. I feel like for girls, it's the Disney movies. Mm. Girls, every girl thinks she's a princess. See, but not me. Waiting on. I loved Belle from Beauty and the Beast, but I did not have a princess that looked like me. There was no white princess with curly hair. Just like there was no black princess till Tiana came out. You know what I mean? Okay, fair enough. So, uh, it's not true for all girls, but I see where you're coming from. But But it was more of those 2000s movies of How to Lose Your Guy in 10 Days. Mm -hmm. And, oh my God, the one with Heath Ledger and 10 Things I Hate About You and Not Another Teen Movie and Freddie Prince Jr. being in all of them. Those movies were what you fantasized about happening to you one day. You know? And they still... That's more of what I think of. Even in the movies where you, where the girls are like glorified, because there's a lot of that now, mm-hmm. where they're glorifying being single, like that one. What was that Amy Schumer movie? Um, you know what I'm talking about? Trainwreck. Trainwreck. Yes, my girl, but she ends up with a boy. Right. In the end, and she ends up with a guy. There was um, uh, oh man, what was it? What was it called? It was about, it was about the chick. She had slept with too many guys, so she was having to go back and like. She didn't want her number to be... It was like called What's Your Number or something like that. It was basically about this girl. She had felt like she had slept with too many dudes over the course of her life. So, she was like... the Which the is next, a total, complete double standard. At, honestly, women do that to, women do that to each other. Cause mm, I, some men do it. Some men some do Some men do do that. I have I, come across them. I think it's dumb to... I think from a man's perspective, it's dumb to assign, like, a magic number. Like, who's making this rule? Like, like what's first of the all, magic who's number? keeping count? When I was in college, in high school, I kept count because it was not like it's that many now. Hope to God my mom and dad don't listen to this. They will. But anyways, it's probably, who knows how many it's been. I, I done lost count. I stopped counting. Who, who stops counting? Like, 
who counts anymore? And at one point, I was like, oh, my God, look at me. I'm single. I'm doubling my number. And then I was, and then I got to a point, and I was like, damn. I don't even know my number if someone asked. 12. You know? That's, that's not I'm going to go with 13 just because that's my lucky number. I think 12 is the ideal number. 12 says I'm not a hoe, but I know my way around. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been with a few people. I know my way a, around the thing. 12 is enough to have a couple, a couple exes, a couple one-night stands. Maybe one or two in between. Like, that's do enough you, to... Do you want to know a reason why I'm single? I was asked that on a date once. And I said, he asked me my number. And this was like the second or third date. And I looked at him and I said, does doing it with my vibrator count as a number? Because I don't know. You said that? Yeah. Why would you do that? I felt like it was inappropriate for him to ask me that. Well, they, I mean, it kind of is. But... Like, we were on a third date. Like, no. Not cool. I mean, here's here's why I think that's a stupid also probably the reason he ghosted me as well. But probably I thought we were at that point where we could joke like that, but evidently not. Apparently not. Mm-hmm. You don't even know these dudes as well as you think. Here's why that's a dumbass question: is because like, are you gonna tell me you've never asked? Well, one, that's number two. You're not gonna be truthful, and that's the point. Is one you you honestly don't know if someone's being truthful? They're probably not. Number two, when have you ever asked that question and thought better of that person after yeah. you asked it? The like, best thing you can do is think the same, and in that case, there's no point in asking the damn question. Yeah, I just don't get why that question's even in the mix. You've ne- I've never heard of, I personally have never asked that question and thought hot, more highly of that person than I did before I asked My it. favorite thing is knowing that some people, and it's okay, it's totally okay that some people have only slept with their spouse. And I'm just like, girl. Ooh, boy, I am sorry. That sounds... That's terrible. Where'd your experience... Do you, do that's you know how that? we were raised. That's the answer your parents want to hear. But to be honest, if the only car you've ever driven is a Honda, how do you know it's the best car out? You know what I'm saying? You might you might like a, you, you might like a Toyota. You might want to... Exactly. Ferrari, you, you might want to save up for, for a Ferrari. I, don't I know mean, and I've had the whole spectrum, but like... It... And now I see where it's a thing. Or having sex was so taboo in my earlier years with my friends, and now we talk about it all the time. Like, not like we're talking. It's our topic of, of yes, girls talk about sex. Everyone, yes, it's a real thing. It's like we're well. Um, I don't feel like some people are. I feel like sex is taboo for a lot of people, and. I feel like girls should be able to, women, not girls, I'm going to call us women, having a feminist moment, should be able to do whatever we want, talk about it, talk about it with guys. We've talked about it before. But you should not have to be put in this little box, in this little category to say that since you're a single woman, you should be celibate and you should be this and be that. What if you don't know what you like? And it's nice to experience that. Before and the thing is, even if you're in a relationship, experience that with that person. You might like that, you might not. You know what I mean? I would. I rather, feel like it's so taboo still. We in 2018 is not. A I thing. would rather have had you experience a whole lot of stuff, and then at the end of the day, be like, I've seen a whole lot, and I still think you're the yes, you're the one yes, for me exactly. Rather I than agree. I'm the only thing you've ever ever tried in your life. You've never mm-hmm. tested anything else. You know, that's just weird. I don't get the people, and there's no nothing wrong with this at all. Nothing wrong. They're not 
don't have sex till they're married, but like don't do anything more than kiss till they're married. First of all, how do you know? You, you've given both of y'all blue balls for how many years now? The, those are church folk, though. Only church people do that. Let's be let's be honest. That's only those are people. That I mean, are this doing Catholic it. girl. Mm-mm. All them people are religious. All them people probably got parents that would that would beat them with a stick. My ex boyfriend, who I believe is now married, I'm not really sure. His mom hated me because I did not go with everything she said because she was like that. And she was also a dominant personality, so was I. Shout out to her daughter-in-law who did everything and was the perfect little girl. And then behind her back, talked shit about her. Shout out to you because I can't live my life like that. Anyways, literally, he would stay the night over here. And he was a lineman. So sometimes he would be on call. He slept on the couch, according to his mom. You are 25, 26 years old, grown-ass man. This is when I dated him. Mm-hmm. And your mom thinks you're not sleeping in my bed with me. My mom mm-hmm. is in... Like, my mom even knows that you're in the bed with me. Right. And your mom thinks you're sleeping on the couch. She's got to know better. Is, or, like, you, you've got her fooled because she literally thinks that he slept on the couch. I mean, whatever he... I mean, I understand... I guess I get it. Whatever you got to do to make your mama happy, but my mama knows. I love my brother, but my mama knows how my brother is. My mom knows that my brother's girlfriend is sleeping in the bed with him when, like, that's a thing. It means some dudes. For God's sakes, my dad let my boyfriend from college and I sleep in the same bed together under his house. That's how realistic my parents are, and I thank God for them because I am like that, and they're very open. And I, again, I thank God for it because I'm like that. But I'm just glad they're realistic about it. Because if not, we're going to sneak and do whatever we want anyways. I mean, we're, I, again, approaching approaching 30. In, 30 in late, I like to call my age 30-ish these days. 30-ish, fair yeah. enough. Is it, when I get to 29, that's going to be my age. 30-ish. I feel like we're at the point where a woman's sexuality shouldn't be intimidating towards a man or shouldn't no. be like... Uh, Something that can be seen as a barrier, but I feel like from what you've been saying, it kind of is. It is. It totally is. And I don't look at myself as like this sex kid whatsoever. I'm goofy. I'm one of the boys. Like, no, like, not necessarily one of the boys, but you know what I mean. Like, I, I, I can get down, but I don't see myself as like, oh my God, you look sexy, girl. And then until you're behind closed doors with someone. I think that is a whole different level of sexuality, you know? Because you can get behind closed doors with a man who is super confident outside in the world or super shy outside in the world and complete opposite in the bedroom when you're one-on-one. Is one better Is it? Is one better than the other? Like, would you rather have a guy that's confident when he meets you on the street and not so much when you're I home have met someone who is... I've met <laughs> multiple people... Who are shy on the outside, but behind closed doors, it's a completely different scene. And those are probably some of the best times I've had, if you will. And this is also just me. If you're super, super confident, and then you get in the bedroom and you can't, you don't live up to your high expectations you've already set for yourself without you realizing you've set them for yourself, it's kind of like, oh, well, that was, that was a bummer. Not that it was bad, but 
Oh no! You always expect so much more. Under you know promise I mean? and over deliver. Always. Yes. Working yes. in sales, I've 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 known that for a long time. My sex is terrible. If anybody asks, <laughs> anyway, not really. But well, I think ask. I am great. I, I don't really know if I am or not. <laughs> I tell people on the street, listen, hey, I'm I'm terrible. I don't want to get your hopes up. If you're still down for that, that's fine. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put that out there like that. I have literally told someone before another thing about being single. And not that I go home with a lot of guys, but I have literally told a guy in the Uber on the way home, don't touch my hair. And he was like, what? I was like, if you pull my hair or touch my hair, we're going to have issues because my hair comes out easily. Like, don't pull on it because you might pull a wad out and I'm going to get real pissed. And then you're going to wake up next to a wad of hair and you're going to be upset. <laughs> and it's not going to be touched to my head. I know that sounds weird, but and it it's so stupid, but... I, this is a weird thing to say, but my hair is a very sexual thing about me to people, and the fact that I tell a man, hey, don't touch it, it's just like, why would you do that? Because it's really, it's like an object, it's it's one of your, it's one of your One of my friends, one of my best friends, her boyfriend, will always just touch my hair just to like break the barrier of like being like, hi, Erica, I love you. Because I, you you know I don't like my hair being touched. Right. Because people don't know how to touch curly hair. And that's an issue with me being single. Another issue. My favorite. Men do not appreciate the curly hair. If you seem... I, I don't look like a completely different person, but you know. Mm-hmm. When my hair is straight, when my hair is curly. I can technically be two people. I look completely different to me. When my hair is straight, my look is different. And when my hair is curly, my look is different. When my hair is straight, it's more sophisticated to people and sexy. When my hair is curly, it's more sophisticated and sexy. It's interesting to see what men think. It's very interesting. That just conversation is so sidebarred. Sorry. No, you're fine. I was like, no, I mean, I think, I think overall everybody's, I mean, everybody's got preferences, right? And Mm -hmm. that's, that's absolutely. And that's something else that you kind of. The longer you stay single, the more and more you kind of realize you kind of feel like you start to think, well, is there something wrong with me? Because I have like these standards because me personally, like one one thing I refuse to budge on is I will not date a woman with kids. Mm. That's I, See, I have opened my I mind to that. Like I I'm not against it, but it's not as here's the thing. I'm not trying to date you. If you have three kids and three baby mamas. Absolutely not. If you have a crazy baby mama, I don't want to do that because that's a lot to take on. And a child is a lot, period, to take on. I have seen someone, multiple people do it and be successful at it. Men being the sole parent or women being the sole parent. I have seen people be successful at being a single parent and dating and then going on and marrying that person and being great stepmom or stepdad. I have not necessarily put it out of the running, but for some people, yes, I have because some people just put all their drama, their baby mama drama out there and it's just like, I don't want that. That's an automatic, like that makes you so much more unattractive. It, it can be. It's it's a. It's very, not the baby. It's the no, drama that comes with it. And that's more of my thing. It's not necessarily the kid. It's like 
if you had a child by another man, that man is tied to you. He's connected to you forever. Regardless of Unless how much Unless they choose you, not to be. Or a woman. Even regardless of how much you talk shit about him, regardless of how much you say he's out of the picture and he could at the end of the day He, he will always to, be in the picture, yes. If he wants to, you know, come around if he wants to just up and decide I want to start coming around his kid, I'd be kind of I'd feel kind of bad that you're keeping the kid away from that man because at the end of the day that's his child. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless the guy's a crack addict or something, but yeah, that's that's my. Other than that, I feel like I'm pretty open to a lot of stuff. I mean, I have I have my really. Bad I have an age range. I don't. I don't. I'm weird about my age range. Obviously, not under like at this point. Not even that. Not even under twenty seven, twenty six. Only because I've A, been there, done that. B, I don't feel like you're... I feel like I'm dating a past student if that were to happen. And I only say that because I have students who are 23 and 24. And that's just freaking weird. And also, I feel like I'm dating my brother's friend. Because my brother's four years younger than me. And that's just weird. Like, you and my brother could have grown up together. And that's just weird to me. Okay, so. But then again, I don't go over necessarily like, and I'm I'm thinking like, what's my age range on my dating apps? But like, thirty five ish. So any guy over thirty five. It's not that anything's wrong with them, but like, if you're definitely in your forties, I'm only twenty eight. Like, there's, like, that's weird. And that's all I'm trying to say. Is- and if I'm in my thirties and you're forty, that's not a problem. But the fact that I'm still in my twenty years, that's weird to me. Is that so, so once you turn 30, do the 40-year-old guys have a chance now? I guess so, yeah. It's my 10-year okay. age gap, so why not? All right, so if you're 40 years old and you're listening to this, just give it two more years. <laughs> it's really more like one and a half, but that's okay. But other than that, that's pretty much all I had. Did you have anything? No. Anything else? It's okay to be single, and it's okay to be the only single friend in your friend group. And it's okay to be okay with being single. And every everyone's got their time. Yes. Everyone's going to have their time. It will come. That's the best advice I can give to anybody. I'm not really... My advice is don't look for it. The minute you stop looking for it, it comes. And if you're someone who's not looking for it, it'll still come. Even if it's not come yet. I know people who look for it and look for it and literally stress themselves out. And they're in their late 30s. Now they're pissed off and upset that they're not married and with someone. And it's like, you just got to stop putting that pressure on yourself and live your life. Do you. Live for you. Don't live for finding a significant other. That is my thoughts on that. Live for you. Do what makes you happy. And, and when you're happy, you'll attract You'll attract people. Absolutely. When you're happy and you're doing your thing. Absolutely. Makes sense. All right. Well, other than, otherwise, that's pretty much it. Thanks again for being here. Absolutely. Thank we'll you. We'll have to do this again sometime. <laughs> Maybe on how much teachers should, teachers should get paid. Oh. Oh, well, can we do that after my Teacher of the Year interviews? Because I yes. do interviews and I ain't trying to have this pop up and me be obscene and yeah, no. county risk my countywide Teacher of the Year opportunities. Don't do that. <laughs> But anyway, guys, appreciate everyone listening. We're pretty much wrapping this up. This has been the Mind of Mike J Podcast. New episodes every week. And in the meantime, I'm signing off. Hopefully everyone has a happy Valentine's Day, including Singles Awareness Day. Singles Awareness Day. If you're like us.